among us is without sin. Certainly not I, not Damon Salvatore, nor Stefan, not Klaus Michelson, nor his honorable brother Elijah, and not even the titular father, Kieran. So why do we honor him every year, starting last year? Because he licked a knife that time? Because of how much he seemed to hate his niece? Just because he was sexy in general? No. Fuck. We do this. Sorry. I really need my mic to that one. Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> Good thing I wasn't talking to you. Oh, phew. us is without sin certainly not i not damon salvatore nor stefan not klaus michelson nor his honorable brother elijah and not even the titular father kieran so why do we honor him every year starting last year because he licked a knife that time because of how much he seemed to hate his niece just because he was sexy in general. No, we do this because sinning is a part of life, a part of the movie Seven, a part of the charmed episode Sin Francisco. Sin is a part of us all. Maybe you're a glutton or a sloth, perhaps you're full of wrath or as prideful as Prue Hallowell, but no matter what sin you may be guilty of committing, we're here to tell you that you're valid as heck. As long as you do your <laughs> penance, we will absolve you and you will know heaven. So please, listen carefully. We haven't been able to address all the sins that have been confessed to us. So if you find your own sins not recognized, either because we didn't get to them or because you haven't found it within yourself to share, please read between the lines. Allow our wisdom, which definitely exists, to be your salvation. And without any further ado, Father Karen's confessional. That was beautiful. It was. But also, <laughs> should we do two confessionals a year, one on the 4th of July? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have it in me to write two sermons a year, so no. <laughs> I, I think we could just use that one from now on. Fair enough, if this is just the one. <laughs> yeah. Sp spoilers, I wrote another sermon for later. <laughs> but also, yeah. if we do have 4th of July, we can salute during it. Absolutely. Mm. What? Who says and we, we can't salute now? Exactly, we're going to salute anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> we're all saluting. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, shall we introduce ourselves and get into the meat of this thing? 
Okay. Yeah. Are we just reading the script or are we introducing ourselves? Like, yeah, are we, we doing like do? a proper intro? I feel like we could introduce ourselves like usual, right? Okay, and then I'll just go or right like into the, the yeah, club? and then you go right into your yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know I'm how Latoya. they do it. I'm Latoya. I'm Morgan, <laughs> and I'm Jill. <laughs> Love it. There we go. Is that what we're doing? We're leaving that? Yeah, cool. Apparently. Great. I love it. <laughs> That's a sin itself. Um, <laughs> for those of you who haven't watched the originals, which, why not? Yeah, I've um, listened to our coverage. Yeah. <laughs> Father Kieran is Cammie's hot-ass uncle who licks a knife, as Morgan mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. One of the best characters in the show. <laughs> I love seeing Hell that. Hell yes. Like, if it's like a like a butter knife with peanut butter on it, it would still be hot, actually. <laughs> it would <be>. Truly. <laughs> would like to see Todd Stashwick do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, and mm-hmm. we're also very horny for him. That's also yes, we're horny for him. Incredibly. And for those of you who don't remember your Empire Diaries lore, once upon a time... For some reason, during an episode, <laughs> during, uh, an episode of the originals recording, we were discussing how attracted we were to Father Kieran, and we had to know, we had to find out via the Discord if the patrons also felt the same attraction to Father Kieran, which is when we decided to at everyone on the Discord, smash mm-hmm. or pass Which Father we Kieran. never do, really. So this which was we, important. We were just in the middle <laughs> never. of a recording. <laughs> we we need to know. We, we had to alert everyone. We never do it. We probably mm-hmm. should do it more. Actually, I know. I was just thinking that. Stuff. Should we? <laughs> yeah, probably t- to make people know if things are happening. At everyone, I am watching the OC. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, that's at everyone worthy. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had some. So obviously, people were like, "Yeah, smash," but then some other people were like, "Ask them." We're like, "What's wrong with you?" Boo hiss. Uh, yeah. I believe later in that same episode, as we were, uh, of course, <laughs> awaiting more answers, Jill did the funniest thing ever. <laughs> Father Kieran one at gmail.com. The email where you send your confessions. See, when I sit in silence, I do shit like this. <laughs> That's it's what she's so doing. She's, great. <laughs> she's hacking into the mainframe whenever she's not speaking on the podcast. Yeah, we have to edit out all the times that Jill says, I'm in. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. Uh, and keep on task. <laughs> clack, click, clack, click, clack. She's getting the nuclear codes. Um, and uh, once we realized that we had created a safe space for all thoughts, holy and unholy, we realized we owed it to the father to continue his good works in a way that Cammy and her closet never could. Remember we decided. Closet? Yeah, remember her closet? It's not been in the season. <laughs> Basically, not at all. Um, we decided to invite all the dirty little freaks, trademark pink, who listen to this <laughs> podcast to confess their sins for us to absolve. And, I was uh, to ask, when did Pink say "dirty little freaks"? Wait, no, I do remember. Yes, I do now. Yeah. I, I remember. It's okay, it. someone forgets. Raise your glass. All right, <laughs> sinner, sin, sin. I'm sorry. I don't listen to that white nonsense. <laughs> white nonsense. 
She is in there flying around arenas. <laughs> yeah. You call it nonsense. She's doing <laughs> aerials. Back when she was black, she wasn't doing that shit. <laughs> well, now that she's not black anymore, she needs like a new thing. And the thing <laughs> is one. constant aerial yoga. She says she like sings better that way now. I- Unreal. Amazing. <laughs> Crazy. What, she going to do Lady Marmalade doing aerial yoga? <laughs> I would like to hear it. And I know all of the other words. So if she needs someone to contribute, you know, I'll do the Christina runs. I'll do the Lil Kim rap. Whatever you need. No, Pink will do all of them. <laughs> you know, I'd like to see her do it. <laughs> uh, all right. So. So I, I ended up so much fun choosing all the drops like I did last time. But now I guess I had mm-hmm. to put razor glass in despite it having nothing to do Hell with religion. Yeah. Hell or yeah. Like some yes. old that old is religion. <laughs> I have an old yes. that says that. We have to keep it fair and balanced. Good. <laughs> Black and white pink must be in. Okay. Yes. So where's your glass if you are wrong? Our first confession comes from Jackie. Jackie says, Bless me, Father, for I am dumb. I don't know what it means when Latoya and or Morgan say that a character is flecking. I know it means delivering Julie Plex-style dialogue in a manner pleasing to Latoya slash Morgan, but I don't <laughs> know specifically what that means. Is it about talking fast? Is it about describing an insane situation as if it's a regular-ass news? Is it a visual thing that I'm missing completely? Please, do what the rest of the Catholic Church never could and make something clear. <laughs> what if it was like just characters holding like a little marble and just rolling around their fingers while they were talking? What if it was a That'd physical be great. thing like that? <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Yeah, whenever a character is standing on their head, they're plucking. Um, no, the thing is, it being dumb is a sin then I have like so much confessing to do. Yeah. Um, you are not in trouble here. Plecking is one of this pod's many made up words. And since I made up this one, I will answer this. Um, the deal is largely that you nailed it. Plecking is absolutely describing an insane situation as if it is regular ass news. Um, I think that's really a beautiful way of synthesizing it. Um, it came about because like when I was in writer's rooms and like especially like working at the CW, um it's network notes were so tough like you'd be on a call and like your my bosses were constantly being told like can you explain what's going on for the audience like what happened last week what happened last season and also like while you're at it like what's going on like right now like what's happening (laughs) um you know there was constantly this like can you just like restate everything really quick up top and it became such a hard part of the job because it's like all right, how do I make this character restate what's going on in their life for the benefit of a listening audience they don't know exists? And Latoya and I were talking about it on mic recently, where like if I'd be like, Jill, you know how you're from Minnesota. That's so crazy. <laughs> and then like I keep talking, like, why would I say that to you? You and I both know this thing. Um, mm. And yet, uh, through the power of uh, dialogue writing and excellent casting and occasional help from a handy dandy cadence, um, this show makes exposition fun, like largely by matter of matter of factly like stating insane news, okay. but sometimes in other ways and like quick quippy exchanges and stuff like that. Plucking 
ultimately is about the uh, blessed combination of both the spoonful of sugar and the medicine it helps go down. Uh, you know, when they make that kind of thing look easy, that's plucking. <laughs> and because I can always find a way to squeeze Smallville into this. Uh, funnily enough, <laughs> Allison Mack was also great on this on Smallville. So she also got <laughs> stuck with all the explaining. And they also made her do all the really terrible product placement stuff in the episodes because of that. <laughs> No. And that's why she joined Mexico. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Too many stride gum promos. <laughs> that's what it'll do to you. <laughs> Before we move on, Latoya, mm-hmm. can you just double check that your mic is plugged in? Because it sounds yeah. like it's still like computer audio. The uh, the previous confession, not mm. a sin, not a sin. No penance. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're good. <laughs> you're good. The only one who sinned mm-hmm. was me. Well, actually, no, Zencaster because I fixed my Zencaster, mic. Yeah, Zencaster, yeah, Zencaster fucked mm-hmm. it up. Yep, Zencaster sinned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and no <Big> penance. <laughs> Silicon Valley, they're the sinners. <laughs> I believe it. I agree. <laughs> you make me sick. You are um our next confession comes from sarah dear father salvatore <laughs> dear father my confession is this The only TVDU thing I own is season four of The Vampire Diaries on DVD. I am sorry for having purchased this. My (laughs) only excuse is that I had just binged all all the episodes on Netflix here in Sweden at the time, and this was the only way little me knew how to get the new season. This has, however, led to me watching the worst season more than any other since every time I am the mo- am in the mood to watch TVD, they have usually removed it from whatever streaming platform it was on. So my only option is the DVD. <laughs> Oof, that's brutal. <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Brutes magoots. Ah, <laughs> uh, Sarah, for the sin of having seen season four so many times, I sentence you to. Well, first of all, the worst season is season seven. So yeah, I was going to say season. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> if you so had season could... seven, I'd be like, you're entitled to like amends financially. Like Julie Pluck has to send you $50 a month for the rest of your life if you have season seven on DVD. <laughs> this is like uh, the white elephant we did that maybe end up with Supernatural season seven. It is still in my <laughs> DVD collection. It's like, I, don't know how, I, I tried to get rid of it and it ended up back with me by the end of this white elephant. Is that the dick season? The season yes. where the villains did? Oh, my God. Uh, they so were really proud sentence? of themselves on that what? one. The, the villain's name is D- 
Dick. So, like, they're constantly just, like, making jokes about his name being oh, made no. Dick. And that's, like, the whole season. It's just, like, yeah, any thoughts on Dick? Any thoughts the, on what about Dick? Like, it's terrible. The Ooh. best part of that season is an accident, which is when they're showing, like, a screen that has, like, a, I don't know, like, an internet search or something. And it shows, like, images of Dick. And one of them is actually a picture of Jay Harrington from Better Off Ted. And I just remember because the actor who plays Dick was also in uh, a Victor Fresco show, uh, Andy Richter Controls the Universe. He was in that show. So it's like mm-hmm. just basically whoever was doing that page, like mix up the two white men actors. <laughs> but <laughs> that was like the highlight. And it wasn't like something that was supposed to be noticed or it was intentional. It was just something I noticed because I needed to find something to latch onto in that terrible season of television. Grim stuff. <laughs> But uh, but but what do we have to say to Sarah? Um, how do you, how do you make up for having seen season four so many times? Uh, I mean, to be I, fair, mm. it does have Tyler <laughs> submit. That's pretty, that's submit. pretty late in the game, isn't it? Hmm. What's the best season four episode? It's the funeral one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, uh, in the beginning mm. of season two, <laughs> episode two. <laughs> Yeah, like where where Tyler gets shot up at the podium, mm-hmm. which is really scary. Where oh, Elena, yeah. where like the guy's bleeding in the back, and Elena's a new vampire, and she can smell it, and they all have to like not react. Um, you don't think April say, Young's going to be tortured every single episode that season? You think it's just going to be a one time thing? Yeah, you're worried for April Young, but not like in a systemic way where you're like society has let her down. You're like, oh no, a girl's <laughs> in jeopardy. You don't realize that society's gonna just completely drop her on her head <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly. repeatedly. <laughs> oh, um, uh, I would recommend um, what, Some what if she programming deprogram? Yeah, buy another season of the Vampire Diaries. It's time. Yeah. <laughs> is there a season I- that you know is good that you like? Mm-hmm. Watch that instead. May I, I recommend think that'd be two? worth the purchase? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're big proponents of physical media because, like, you're right. The, the, the streamers are always going to fucking let you down. But a, a beautiful DVD case in a little plastic clamshell will never let you down. So true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you, Sarah. Honestly, this, this is honestly torture. so brave. Brave of you to admit. <laughs> Much like, like Cat yeah. Graham, you are the troops. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> salute. <laughs> Fantastic, um, Sarah. We we wish you all the best. Every day I find a war against a mirror. I can't take the person staring back at me. I'm a hazard to my. Our, our next confession comes to us from an ampy that would refer, prefer to remain anonymous. She Ooh. writes, <clears throat> As an obsessive teenager, the Vampire Diaries consumed my every waking thought, so I constructed what can basically be described as a self-insert fan fiction, but solely in my head, that I would think about on the school bus, in the car listening to music, before I fell asleep at night, in the shower, basically any free moment I had. This act itself is not a sin, in my opinion. 
However, I believe you may find some of the elements of this story I built sin-worthy, so I've decided to share an outline of what I remember my brain constructing with you here. Um, And uh, I was Stefan and Damon's younger sister that was taken as a child by Klaus. Basically, he tracked me down by my blood because if I was turned into a vampire, I would become in quotes, capital T, capital M, <gasps> the maiden, which was Whoa. a siren. <laughs> uh, okay, but there could Right, but there could only be one. <laughs> it was a mental fanfic. The details are fuzzy, but I created intricate lore. I could convince men to do things and put them in a trance. Uh, side note, probably started constructing this around season three or four of the show. Anyways, Klaus kidnapped me as a baby, and when I got old enough, he would turn me. Stefan and Damon don't remember me because they were traumatized children, so they blacked it out. Over the oh, years no. between, uh, between when I was kidnapped and when the show is set, I had a relationship with Cole, OG Cole, which I'm sure you <laughs> All view is sin worthy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and when my character comes into play in present day, I start up with Matt because he is immune to my siren powers, <laughs> which means he was my true love. I was 15. <laughs> I was not coming up with original story ideas. I had plenty of scenes that I created in my head, but won't get into those. Mm-hmm. Anyways. FatherKaren1 at gmail.com. Please absolve me of my sin, of somewhat cliche and somewhat bananas fanfic daydreams, I guess, and non-ampy approved crushes. And take in and take heart in knowing that my glee self-insert daydream fanfic is somehow even more bananas than this. Oh, I want to know <laughs> oh, about that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you should email the good father about your glee dream because we're all curious. <laughs> Um, so I think Uh, that this, um, sinner is choosing mm -hmm. to remain anonymous because they are actually Jennifer L. Armandrone. (laughs) (laughs) JLA is a fan of the father. (laughs) Thank you for confessing JLA. (laughs) I'm sorry for all the shit I talked about your later books. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, but I did read the latest one. So like, you gotta give it to me on that one. Um, honestly, I don't, I don't think this is a sin either. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the I fantasy, love it. no, it's not the sin. The sin is the core of it all, obviously. <laughs> that is you. the they, sin, yes. She tried to like sneak it in there and just keep moving, but no, she knew. <laughs> she knew what the sin was. <laughs> she, she knew Wrap that was up the part we bow. would object to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, self-insert fanfic, love it. Keep love it, it up. Do more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's something circling in your brain. I, so do I. I. My life sucks. I think they have something circling in my brain. So you do you. But do better than Cole. Do better than that fucking You elf. can. You, you deserve better. You seem like a nice person. <laughs> I, yes. Uh, my, what you should do. What is it? Is it the penance? I, I tell yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> you need to take yes. a notebook. Mm-hmm. At least... 12 times, maybe more. Mm-hmm. I deserve better than Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. Yes. Just keep writing it <laughs> through the notebook. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fill up the entire notebook with that and don't show <laughs> anyone ever. And that'll Until be you your vampire it. diary. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we just saved a person. <laughs> Oh, I I have one additional yeah. uh, piece of penance that I think would be helpful. Um, mm. I think uh, since you stole Siren Valor as the maiden, 
She uh, actually I would stole recommend... Succubus Valor, but okay. <laughs> yeah. I would I would recommend that you watch the Siren episode of Charmed starring Melinda Clark, a.k.a. Matt's mom, a.k.a. Julie fucking Cooper, as a Julie hot Cooper? siren uh, who comes on to Cole Turner. Yeah. Y- yes. You should check that out. A.k.a. TVD's almost attempt at a succubus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jill, you know Julie Cooper. I know Julie Cooper now. I fucking love her. Can you imagine her as a siren? (laughs) Yes, because she Mm -hmm. is a siren. Right? It's like she didn't have to act that day. All she had to do was show up and be her friggin' self. Uh, yeah, her I feel coming like out I of Julie McCann nearly killed me. <laughs> I do need to rewatch all of the episodes with her as Matt's mom. Because <laughs> now, now she's Julie Cooper. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. now Julie Cooper and Tyler. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> we're, they were working on their night moves together. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Our next sin comes to us from Kelly, who writes, I have some friends who love TVD and the originals, but I haven't told them about the pod because they are Jeremy and Klaus Stans. Crying face emoji. Um, So here's the thing. You should tell them about the podcast because they need to be, again, reprogrammed. (laughs) That's the only solution. Um, (laughs) That's the solution for these, these, these ones today. The I I thought on this and and I also want to say like they're the sinners not you never you <laughs> um but um also if it helps you can tell your friends that I'm horny for Klaus season three of the originals and <laughs> on uh, something about a man stepping up as a father. <laughs> And finally, growing his hair out a little bit will really do it for you if you're me. And meanwhile, um, (laughs) Jeremy grows his hair out all the time. mm -hmm. He's doing stuff to it all the time. (laughs) And and I don't that I can't like like why are you Jeremy like oh no what's the stand about Jeremy? Stand a man who looks like a man. I think people just think he's hot, man. He, he seems like he's grown into his head now. Uh, yeah, he's like since an grown into his head. Yeah, because when I was watching mm. Chicago Fire when he was on it, he had grown into his, his body. So, Oh, good for him. He looks well, like an, a, you know, a, a, a young adult. I wish him the best. But I would say that um, you should uh, recommend The Vampire Diaries to other friends. Like, get other friends not, on the Not The train. Vampire Diaries, this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, The Vampire Diaries then as a gateway mm-hmm. to this podcast. Because uh, it, it, this podcast doesn't really make opinions. a lot of sense. 
Yes. Like you just got to like start from scratch with some new good people who are not <laughs> fucked up like your friends. <laughs> I'm curious about those friends. Are they so fucked up they can't they can't allow for some dunking on Jeremy? <laughs> like what what level of being stance are we talking about? Are we can we have some 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 jest or are they just too are far they, gone? <laughs> yeah, are they out there making like Jeremy fan cams? horrifying to me (laughs) it'd be so funny (laughs) because like klaus fans i get why you're serious like he's klaus you know like he's really serious and self-serious so like if you're a fan of his i get that you would take that seriously but jeremy like jeremy gilbert wouldn't want you to like him like Jeremy Gilbert is so annoying. He'd be like, "Well, if you're hot, you can like me." Um, I don't know. Like he just would suck. He'd tell you about my fight. Like he doesn't care if you like him or not. He doesn't need you to defend him. He just needs to get the fuck out He'll of be here. Be rude to your family. <laughs> He'll yeah. be so rude to family, especially if it's a black family. If it's a family Especially. that's not white, he will be the rudest you've ever been. He will not take his shoes off first of all, and then. Oh God. What he (laughs) did to that family is just one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen on this show. Can we go back to talking about why season four should not be rewatched over and over again? Because it it has shit like that. Oh, that you've seen Jeremy charge into Bonnie's family home so many times and be just like, we need her. And then pointing the crossbow at her mother. Horrific. Oh my god! Fair enough. So I, you're not really the center, but you know you can do a couple. Everyone's things. just snitching on the centers around them, basically. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. If you see something, <laughs> you keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> <laughs> Our next confession comes from Martha, who writes, Dear Father Where'd Kieran. Where did you hear that name? <laughs> <laughs> Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> it has been my whole life since I last com- confessed. I am not Catholic, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why that good got bit. me. <laughs> it's a good bit. <laughs> I am here to tell you that while I absolutely love TV and am an avid TV watcher, I just can't seem to bring myself to watch the all-time shows from Critics List. This includes Mad Men, Breaking Bad, Halt and Catch Fire, The Sopranos, The Wire, Deadwood, The Shield, The Americans, and others. I think some of them, the subject matter doesn't interest me. Straight cis white man has problems? Okay. (laughs) Same. But for the others, it might be my contrarianism. Like now that they are so lauded and loved, I don't want to watch them where I would have otherwise. Also, I hate TV as homework, which because of how people talk about these shows, it feels like they would be. Please advise on how to make penance for these sins. Your daughter in Vampire TV, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right. So, like, I could give TV Rex, but, like, it seems specifically, like, Martha wants things, like, in the the, the canon. Because, like, I could just give a bunch of sitcoms, but, like, there's a reason Mm -hmm. why Martha didn't bring up sitcoms. (laughs) Like, that's not the point. Uh, Mm -hmm. I will say, though... Just to be clear, Holt and Catch Fire and the Americans are not about straight cis white man has problems. Uh, yes. First of all, <laughs> the Americans is about Carrie Russell. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> and, yes. and character actress Margot Martindale. That's what the Americans is about. <laughs> and mm-hmm. for Holt, um, I will just say also the dudes being the focus is kind of like the bait and switch. We always say DVD had with like the Twilight Light stuff. It, and, mm-hmm. and for Lee Pace's character, spoiler for Holt and Catch Fire is not straight. So... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Andy Hulk Yeah. And the about the women. <laughs> I also just want to say that I have also not seen any of these shows. I've mm-hmm. seen some of the Sopranos and that is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh I wanted to go through a couple of the ones that um uh Martha mentioned um and tell tell her kind of like what falls into those categories. Mm-hmm. Technically, the following are sad white man is bad shows. Um, Mad Men. It, it is a, a sad white man is bad show, but it's also full of other characters that rule yes. and is very funny and awesome as it goes on. Like I, all my favorite characters on Mad Men are women. Yeah. I will also say about Mad Men, uh, for those who don't know, when it was on the running bit about Mad Men along with The Good Wife, which I will recommend, but also fuck Julia Anna Margulies all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were uh, both Mad Men and The Good Wife were considered the funniest shows on TV, and that was not sex- that wasn't really a bit. It was like they were just very, very funny. Uh, like mm-hmm. I-, I think of certain things from both of those shows and still laugh, <laughs> and I-, I will rewatch them. Uh, but yeah, uh, I do recommend Mad Men and The Good Wife and The Good Fight and Evil, just the, the King's uh, oeuvre. I will say, oh yeah, hell yeah. Um, another uh, sad white man is bad show is Breaking Bad. Um, you're correct, but it, it is, it's one of the best ones. I'm more of a better call Saul girl. So maybe, maybe try that. Cause that has a great lady in it that doesn't only experience misery. She experiences a lot of misery, but not only misery. And the fandom um, doesn't seem to hate her. So yes. Uh, the Sopranos, uh, also very much a sad white man is bad show. Um, I'm finding it's leaving me really cold. I know other people really like it and that they find it really like funny and silly and goofy. It just bums me the fuck out. But like, I'm an outlier there. You might like The Sopranos if you try it. Like Jill, you liked, he was sad about the ducks. (laughs) Oh yeah. I never finished season one. So (laughs) that's fair. (laughs) But you you watched the first two seasons of The O.C. and that's a good use of your time. (laughs) Yeah. Martha, have you tried watching The the O.C.? Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, I never saw The Wire. I watched one Deadwood and I couldn't get into it. The well, also, Shield. The Wire is like a bu- about a bunch of black people. I don't know why you think it's it's not just about uh, Dominic oh, West. Yeah. Yes, now we're out of the uh, sad white man canon. Sorry yeah. um, for uh, The Wire and Deadwood. Um, and uh, The Shield. I don't think he's sad. I think he's just a bad white man. Yes, and um, I, do I read recommend- the pilot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love The Shield. I recommend The Shield. I think it is also, in terms of homework, I think, if we're going to call it homework, just in terms of just, like, knowing what's happening on TV, basically. So when I think of, like, TV as homework, I think of, honestly, Netflix's Daredevil. Uh, that show, <laughs> I tried so hard to get through that first season. I couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, it was boring. Uh, but The Shield, mm-hmm. I think, is a great show to just watch, like, see how, like, TV is so influenced by that. Like, that, and, like, you know, I always mm-hmm. recommend Alias, which is, you know, 
it's a show about a spy. Um, but yeah, just mm-hmm. especially the shield is like the reason. That. Yeah, uh, the reason uh, FX became like what it was and everything, and just so many shows copied off of it. I, I I think the shield's great. Mm-hmm. And isn't CCH Pounder in it? Yeah, she, and she's amazing. Okay, we stand. Um, uh, I just wanted oh, to give Glenn you a Coates couple. Is in like the final season or final two seasons? Yeah, pre damages. Oh, I also recommend damages. Uh, wanted to give a couple quick uh, archive of our own tags for the Americans uh, before we peace <laughs> out, lest you think it's homework. Hashtag slow burn. Hashtag he falls first. Hashtag fake married. Hashtag forced proximity. Hashtag coworkers to lovers. Like what? Uh, it's good. He, he loves her so much and she just wants to be a cool socialist she's like ew gross your feelings are dumb i want to go kill stuff and he's like but i love you and they go from there like a nerd. i'm obsessed oh he's such a fucking nerd if you want to see the saddest man you've ever seen in your life watch the americans <laughs> phil jennings is the most sad person i have ever ever looked at and he is in love with Carrie Russell who's the hottest person who's ever lived so it's great it's like hashtag relatable in my opinion to watch (laughs) (laughs) yeah or Um, just like watch a procedural that fucks like don't watch these shows watch Stumptown I need to rewatch Stumptown I've been thinking about it Yes, me too. Watch Stumptown. Um, I, I wrote down some other like prestige stuff that you didn't mention. If you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, like that's also yeah. technically a thing that's on a ton of critics lists and is in no way homework. Feels like a warm hug to watch. Uh, yeah. The Leftovers, Jill, mm-hmm. if you want to. That's wanna, not a warm uh, hug. <laughs> no, it's the absolute opposite. It's a sad, bad man show, but it's a gorgeous piece of art. You want to feel like you got punched in the face? Watch The Leftovers. <laughs> and sometimes it's what you feel. Like, that's what you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes you want Kira Coon to punch you in the face. I yes. I want her to shoot me, <laughs> please. <laughs> I'm begging. Um, a succession. Um, I know people love crime stuff. I don't really love crime stuff, but like a prestige crime thing that I like is uh, 2019's Unbelievable, starring Merritt oh, Weaver and Tony Collette. Yeah, that is not <laughs> not the tone, but I I, I had to. <laughs> I love that you did. It is truly the opposite of the tone because I do want to say trigger warnings <laughs> for sexual assault. Like it is about like people investigating a like serial rapist case. Uh, but I think it's like really well handled and it's about like how difficult it is to come forward as a survivor and like what the process looks like and how the system is kind of set up to fail and two detectives working within it to try to do the right thing Mm -hmm. um and uh i think that one's really good so like those are just a couple things i would recommend just like try pilots like yeah. Maybe you'll vibe with something. Oh, and it's just adding like one more on, that are on these lists that was not on this list, obviously. Flea bag. I may destroy Ooh. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, God. I Atlanta is like you. none of the shows that you listed. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fair enough. I think we I think we've given uh, Martha a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, TV friends. I've only seen mm-hmm. The Leftovers. <laughs> and now you've seen and two Fleabag. seasons of The O.C. <laughs> and two seasons of The O.C. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fist pumping so hard. <laughs> what if we said, Martha, watch Entourage? <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> what if we like, just Horrifying. try to ruin all these people's lives? <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Watch Secret Life of the American Teen. <laughs> <laughs> 
comes to us from Phil, who writes, <clears throat> Bless me, Father K, for I have sinned. It's been 81 podcasts since my last confession. I recently finished season six of TVD for the first time, at the risk of going into ampy cancel corner. I have to confess that my initial feeling is that I liked season five more than six. A season that's two-thirds Silas, Ketsia, and Catherine is just more fun than non-Jill safe examples redacted. I'm hopeful that Morgan and LaToya will expunge these heretical thoughts from me as the pod goes on to to cover season six. Love the pod, Phil. Uh, and P.S. Phil has also some thoughts about um, our a big topic of discussion last, uh, Father Kieran's confessional, which was about if uh, Damon Salvatore eats pussy or not. Uh, Phil's theory is that Damon does, but only when it's someone he respects and wants to impress. So Vicky, no, unfortunately. Caroline, no. Rebecca, yes. Andy Starr, yes. Elena, yes. their first time, yes. And whatever, he's trying to get her back. And so on. I think that's a pretty <laughs> fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot. So a lot. Yeah. So all the time. <laughs> Imagine him not trying to do it with Andy Starr. She wouldn't allow that. <laughs> Andy Starr is pushing his head down. Like, good for her. Stop talking. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> R.I.P. Baby girl. <laughs> R.I. Fucking P. <laughs> Um, Sage, definitely yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can necessarily speak on this one since I haven't seen all of season six, but I will mm-hmm. say I do like Ketsia, not Ketsia, well, I do like Ketsia more than Kai, but also Silas mm-hmm. more than Kai at this point. So mm-hmm. I don't Fair. know what the redacted example is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I think that's fair. Um, I will tell this person, like, season five's pretty bad, though. Like, what about all the <laughs> chanting? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the math math's in this, but I feel like we're three-fifths of, like, chanting, at least. <laughs> <laughs> would Would you guys be okay with me sentencing Phil to chant? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think... Chant it, until no, you senate- realize... <laughs> Set a timer. Champ for a full five minutes. See how it feels. Because <laughs> here's the thing. They, they front load with Silas and Ketsia, but they're not around as much. Like, Catherine is the one where you can say the two-thirds thing. But, like, mm-hmm. unfortunately, our, our, our devilish duo are not around for as long as we would want them to be when they should be the big bats instead of... Yeah, like... Yeah. <laughs> Marcos. I'm so sorry, five minutes minutes of chanting, be silent, be still, be Marcos. Sounds like hell. Yeah, do it for five minutes, please. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's how you feel about season five or season six. (laughs) Yeah, you tell me if you love Julian that much. His body is incredible. (laughs) I mean, we love Julian that much. Yeah. This body is previously on the Vampire Diaries. This body is incredible. Body. <laughs> I'm seeing all of his memories. 
This body is incredible. This body is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> when he saw all the memories and we'd seen all of them. They couldn't afford any second unit footage of like the actor who played Julian and that, that one who played his wife. They couldn't just do anything. They're like, nope. <laughs> Get like a stock footage of like a kid blowing out a birthday candle. Like c- there's his childhood done. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Better than season six. Come on, son. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Don't be like this, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for writing it. Our next confession comes to us from Rosie. She writes, Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. I stand by Elijah no matter what he does on the originals. <laughs> Even when Uh-oh. he is white-fanging Marcel, <laughs> I just want him to white-fang me. I only remember 50% of what he does in seasons to come, but I've decided to take this firm stance no matter what it costs me. <laughs> Sorry to David, <laughs> Stephen, and Marcel. I do not know these men. Elijah is my king. Maybe you should rewatch season five. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm just saying. Hi. Hi, Rosie. As uh, the designated. <laughs> is that your name? Uh, oh, yeah, say your name. Uh, as the resident Elijah hater on this podcast, I would like okay. to say. Like switch flipped. <laughs> I love him too. I also want him to do mean shit to me. Like, this isn't about that. This is about the mean shit he does to my friends and the flaky shit he pulls on my friends. The so finger that the Morgan has up right now. Big deal. Yeah, I do. It's very stern. Um, He's like such a bitch. Okay, how about in season two of The Vampire Diaries, he makes a big old deal to Elena about how his word is so good and you can trust him. Yeah, he says, my word is so good. All the shit. My word, you can believe me. I'm a good guy. Blah, blah, blah. Tell that to Aunt fucking Jenna because the second Klaus looked at him with his wet little eyes and is like, I'll be nice. I mean it. He fucking turned on him. Jenna died. You, you would have turned on Jenna too this. if it was the original season three and Klaus looked at you with his wet little eyes. I'm just saying. Well, well I mean, you know, it's another thing. That's another thing. His eyes wouldn't be wet, you know, be glinting with desire. Um, but yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, I... I'm hurt by what you're saying, but I also understand because fucking Daniel Gillies is like so but, gorgeous. But also, look at what happens in season five with Elijah and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Let me check that out. See, some how might you feel. say it's unforgivable, and maybe you shouldn't forgive Julie Pleck at all. Actually, for some actions that she did, <laughs> some might say. Talk. Some could say. <laughs> some will um, say. <laughs>
Jill, Rosie had a bit more to say. Would you want to yes. take that over? Uh, <laughs> Rosie also asked us, well, I guess it's not really a question, more of a statement. Mm-hmm. I am attracted to Peter on Vanderpump Rules, but I'm also attracted to Katie Maloney in her post-divorce era. Yeah. <laughs> both yeah. of those are correct. <laughs> The thing is, you're right for both of them. Um, Peter's the Matt Donovan of Sir, so it's cool to like him. He's always mopping up a table somewhere, um, you know? Uh, He's always on shift, uh, and I think he's genuinely decent, and we stand. And Katie looks... um, LaToya, Katie now currently is rocking Nev Campbell's Scream 2 haircut, and also basically just like her aesthetic... (laughs) It's great. No, no, no. The it's bisexual so energy is insane. This I'm season, so into it. She and Ta- she and Schwartz are going to be in a love triangle with the same girl. Like a girl. Amazing. Like they've got divorced and now a girl is trying to date both of them. And they're like, I don't know. I like her. I like her too. Nuts. <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> yeah um this isn't a sin this is uh i we, i uh, yeah, i uphold is, you uh rosie yep. you're valid <laughs> i'm with you val- i'm with you valid <laughs> i'm with you rosie <laughs> uh because um, they're saluting yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, because I can't allow that to be the end of this. Uh, I just mm. wanted to inform you guys of the Australian drama The Newsreader, which is uh, set in 1980s Australian newsroom starring Anna Torv. Season two, mm. Daniel Gillies joins the main cast as the network's new insidiously suave CEO determined to push and shape the channel and its news division in a more informal direction with a certain brand. I've seen some images of him in the show. I'm excited to download this. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will be checking that out. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Gillies on his Jack Donaghy shit. Like, sounds <laughs> good to me. <laughs> oh, I think I finally had enough. I think I maybe think too much. I think this might be it for us. Well, we've had a lot of fun here, but I think it's time to to leave you with a little bit of wisdom. And uh, this is here's what I've got for you. <clears throat> On the days of the year when I'm not a priest, ordained by the Lord, our God, <laughs> I have this belief that if you like something, you win. And on the surface, This sounds correct, right? You know, if I like something and someone else doesn't, more for me. If they like something and I don't, more for them. Why yucky yum? Why does me having a bad time watching a thing matter more than someone else having fun watching this very same thing? But on one day of the year, 
when the Holy Spirit is flowing through me, oh my I can God. say what needs saying. If you disagree with me, say you're it. wrong. If you disagree with Latoya, you're wrong. If you disagree with Jill, you fucking guessed it, pal. You're wrong. And if we disagree with each other, well, that's none of your fucking business, pal. We'll settle that amongst ourselves. So you may be asking me, what are you to do the next time you're face to face with one of these dog shit opinions people are out there having these days? Well, I encourage you to get in touch with your spiritual side and to find it within you to hate the sin, but to love the sinner. (laughs) Or allow the spirit of Father Kieran to move through you and roll your eyes and be like, Jesus, Cammie, what the fuck? This is so stupid. And shade the hell out of them and move on living your sexy little life. (laughs) I'm sorry, your hand gesture made it seem like you were saying fist in the sinner. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> oh, hate the sin and love the sinner. If you have to love the sinner by fisting, I guess that's that's totally up, you know, up to you. But um, <laughs> I, that's not what I'm necessarily recommending. <laughs> it looks like it. I'm just saying. But I don't know. Just you know, when you're when you're in one of these positions, just kind of think to yourself, what would my epi queens do? What would Father Kieran do? And do one of those. And I think it'll steer you in the right direction. <laughs> all you gotta do is lick a butter knife if that's all you have that you feel safe Amen. and comfortable <laughs> licking. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, gang, that's all, that's all I've got for uh, this year's confessional. Uh, do you guys have anything uh, to impart to the to the sinners uh, before we wrap out the year? <laughs> I also feel like these weren't devastating sins. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like they're pretty light this year. Yeah, I feel like you guys aren't so naughty. Maybe we've been Ooh. a good influence on you. <laughs> Lie to us. <laughs> yeah, we're not using those fake, uh, fake confessions. <laughs> uh, well, um, I'm proud of us, and I'm proud of Father Kieran, and I miss him so goddamn much. Remember the one time Cammie mentioned him this year, and I was like, wait, you knew him? <laughs> <laughs> he knew you? <laughs> I think we knew Marcel. <laughs> yeah, they used to pick up girls knew he together. Knew Klaus, <laughs> he knew Kla- he liked Klaus right away. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Klaus yeah. was donating to the church? Yeah, I loved that. It's <laughs> <laughs> a like good band. <laughs> you heard it here first. Morgan Lewis says Klaus Michaels in. He's a good man. He's great. He's never done anything bad. Tell your friends to listen to our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You can trust me.